say, come on now, get washed in the water. But I'd rather stand out here in the rain. Once you know Welcome, everybody, and thank you for joining me on another episode of the Rerooted Podcast. I'm your host, Mandy Bates, and I know it's been a while, but... I was compelled to get up super early this morning because I just couldn't sleep and needed a place to share. I haven't posted many episodes because I'm finding as of late that my opinion doesn't matter. Nobody cares about other people's opinions in reality. We're all kind of focused on what we believe, what we perceive, and it's become quite polarized in the real world where you either agree or disagree. You can't agree to disagree. I've accepted that for the most part, but there are still certain hot button issues that I just can't let slide. And last night I came across one of those issues. So forgive me for rambling, but I got very little sleep and just felt like I needed to put this out there to find out if I really am alone in this thought process. So like I typically do, I scroll my phone on Twitter at night and I came across a tweet from Cosmopolitan, which I don't follow them. So I don't know how I came across this tweet, but it said, now that House of the Dragon is over, I'll say it incest fantasies are hot. Now, out of context, I was beyond angry because that title alone is frightening. So to do my due diligence, I did read the article and was equally disturbed because while the author said things like, we know it's not right, But, and then going on to discuss the anticipation of hot sex scenes between an uncle and a niece just made my stomach turn. And I had to wonder, was I alone? Like, does anybody else find that wrong? I I tried tweeting about it and didn't seem to get much response. I tossed and turned all night because I just, ugh, the topic. When you're a survivor, that word is a trigger. And I don't like to talk about triggers because I feel like it gets overused. But if we don't speak up about things like this, it's going to be normalized. They've already normalized pedophilia to the point of calling them minor attracted persons and saying it's okay as long as they don't act on it. No, it's not okay. We have little kids tipping drag queens at brunch shows and over-sexualizing children everywhere we turn, yet no one seems to have a problem with that. So I logged on to Twitter this morning and just wanted to see if there was some feedback. And yes, of course, there was feedback. Um, Some people were equally disturbed. But at the same time, 
I also had people telling me that I was part of a political party that forces little girls to give birth to their father's incest children and won't do anything to end child marriages in hardcore religious conservative communities. I sat with that for a few minutes because maybe they're right. Maybe I don't do enough to speak out against what would cause someone to have to birth a child that was born of their own father. Or I don't speak out enough about child marriages in hardcore religious conservative communities. But what I did feel when I read that is the same thing I've felt for the last two years. Every time I have an opinion, all I get met with is, yeah, but what about? And I just, I'm not going to put up with it anymore. I'm not going to create waves because I don't know that that would be beneficial to me in the long run, but I also can't sit back and be silent. This is a frightening, frightening edge of a cliff that we're all on. And I feel like a majority of people can't see it no matter how much I scream about it no matter how much other people may talk about it, those who don't want to see are not going to see. But it's there. Why does this person who wrote this article feel the need to say, it's okay to indulge in this fantasy because it's not real? Nothing is real until it's acted upon. But I was always taught that thoughts become words and words become actions. And when you're talking about something that involves children who can't necessarily make those kinds of decisions and are put in a position of intimidation by someone who's an authority, who's older, that child is at risk. Every child is at risk. I don't even know if I'm making sense right now, again, because I'm going on very little sleep, but I just need to know what your thoughts are on this. Am I overreacting? Is it an overreaction to see little children? And before anyone jumps all over me, I've never had a good thing to say about child beauty pageants either. So that, you know, can't be part of the argument. But I'm just tired of anything that I think is not healthy or safe being met with, I either don't know what I'm talking about, I'm overreacting, or I didn't do my research. And this can be said for any topic. I have so many people in my life that I absolutely love, adore, and care for that disagree with me on a lot of topics, whether it be child trafficking, whether it be the vaccinations, whether it have been masks, whether it was lockdown. And most of them, I've been able to just keep my mouth shut so that I can keep the peace. But this I will never be silent on. I will never, ever be silent on something that affects children like this. And 
while the woman or the girl in this story was 16 and they waited until she was a an adult for the actual sex scene to take place. Again, I never watched this show. But the idea that people actually, in the author's words, hungered for more sexual activity between these two characters. Does anyone not understand that the more you illustrate something, the more likely it is for people to grasp onto it and want to experience it in the real world? Have we not seen enough movies? Have we not watched enough television? Have we not seen things unfold in the world? I mean, we spent years talking about video games and how they affect children. So now you've got real people doing it on a screen, but because it's fantasy, it's acceptable. Think about that logic for a minute. I'm not saying that every show needs to be wholesome and pure and Pollyanna and all of that. I get it. People do like risque things, but there's a line. There has to be a line. And the line has to be the protection of children at any and all costs, whether they're 16, whether they're six. If we don't protect children, we have no hope as a society. We have absolutely no hope as a society. Please, I am begging you for all that is good in this world. We need to come together. It doesn't matter what color you vote for. It doesn't matter what color your skin is. It doesn't matter what your religion is. These are children. These are innocent babies. And if you don't protect them, I shudder to think where we will be in a matter of years. And again, I'm speaking from a place of experience. I don't like putting that out there, but if it's the only thing that's going to wake people up that I'm not just blowing smoke, I'll do it. I really don't care. And I just saw another response from that person that said, don't worry, keep pushing that narrative the left wants to normalize incest because a magazine said taboo fantasies are okay. And telling yourself it's somehow different when your party elects people who think it's okay to force preteen girls to have their father's or brother's children. The fact that this is the comeback makes me want to vomit. Makes me want to vomit. And I don't know any other way to put it out there. Am I alone? Am I? Please, let me know. Because I will do whatever I can to speak up for children that don't have a voice. But I can't do it alone. This isn't exactly how I saw this unfolding. I thought I would be much more eloquent and have much more points to share. But I just can't. Emotionally, I just can't. This topic is too close. It's too painful. And it's the most painful when you think you're the only one who feels this way. I truly hope that I'm wrong.
Hopefully I'll have another episode up soon that's a little lighter. But for now, I just have to remember that life doesn't always take us where we think we're supposed to be. But we always end up where we're supposed to be. And I just totally screwed up my own tagline, but I don't care. Be well. Be safe. Be aware. You have a responsibility to know what's going on out there, even if you don't want to look at it. Because if we don't start looking at it, it's going to take over. And then there won't be anything we can do about it. Much love and gratitude. You can paint with good intentions and still fall short somehow. Time that slips away and really all that's left to say is darling, there's no looking back now.